Welcome to the Airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape. You're with myself, Muhammad Zain Machita. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And a very good afternoon. Of course, your Ramadan Q&A. And on the line, we have none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain answering your questions. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, Brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallahu feekum. MashaAllah, how's Mufti keeping? We're going to shoot straight into our Ramadan questions, some of it uh, general Q&A, and of course, uh, most of it uh, being Ramadan questions. Um, Mufti, a person who's using an asthma pump during the month of Ramadan, is he jeopardizing his fast? All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of this universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We all should remember that any medication that goes from the mouth or from the nose or from the back passage will break the fast of the male and female. So therefore, if a person is using an asthma pump, then the fast of that person will be broken. Shukran indeed. Next question, Mufti. It says, I get paid fortnightly. And so what I did right at the beginning of Ramadan, I immediately paid me and my family's uh, fitra. Uh, is that acceptable or was it too early, Mufti? If you paid it in Ramadan, then it is fine. There's no problem with that. So once you have received your amount and you paid the fitra, the fitra is the amount we pay before Eid al-Fitr. So that is fine. There's no problem. It is acceptable. Mufti, if a woman has dark brown discharge out of the menstrual cycle, can she still fast? Please repeat the question a moment then, please. It says, Mufti, if a woman has dark brown discharge out of the menstrual cycle, can she still fast? In a case like that, when it is not her days of her menses, then this will be considered as istihada, and a lady must fast during her istihada period, that is a sickness and illness, and she must resume and continue with the salat. However, because she is in the state of istihada, which is an illness, for every far salat she will have to perform a fresh and a new wudu. Yes, but you continue fasting as well. The voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain <laughs> on the voice of the Cape, and of course our Ramadan Q&A with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. Unfortunately, we're not taking any SMSs or any calls as this particular program is pre-recorded ready. So, but obviously dealing with current questions uh, facing you uh, in your everyday life, and of course during the month of Ramadan. Now, Mufti, can one read Nafal Salah for the benefit of the the disease also what else is best to do for the deceased mufti alhamdulillah all of us have lost someone that is near and dear to us the first thing we should do for our beloved parents grandparents and brothers sisters family members read surah 14 surah ibrahim verse 41 chapter 14 verse 41 rabbana khfilli our beloved allah forgive me wali walidayya and my beloved parents and for the believers, the day the accountability is established. And then Surah 59, Surah Hashar, verse 10. رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِقْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ Oh, beloved Allah, forgive us and forgive the brothers who passed away before us with Iman and faith and conviction. So that is the first thing we should do is make dua daily for them. Secondly, give out charity at the... Be- <coughs> <coughs> and the second thing will be charity, and the best charity is water, 
and you put up a water well or you put up a borehole and so forth, if you cannot afford that, then whatever you afford towards that and any other form of charity in cash or kind, provided that it is halal, you give any poor person, that's fine, and you transfer the reward to the deceased. Similarly, tilawat of Quran, Kareem, you read any surah, surah Yasin, surah Tabarak, any surah, and transfer the reward to the deceased. And likewise, any nafil salat, voluntary salat, so all that will be permissible according to majority scholars. Inshallah, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on the voice of the Cape. And this question says, is it true that a Jew must become Christian before he can embrace Islam? We'll get a comment from Mufti after this. Welcome back uh, to the airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. And of course, uh, that is uh, the frequency that you need to stay tuned. And that is where you're listening to us uh, 24-7 every single day. Um, uh, the question that we posed, Mufti, before the break, it says, Is it true that a Jew must become Christian before he can embrace Islam, Mufti? That is totally incorrect. All Allah, Jalla Wala states in the Noble Quran, قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا إِيَّنْتَهُ يُغْفَلْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ سَلَفْ O Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you tell the non-Muslims, once they abstain from their disbelief and they embrace Iman, it means, يُغْفَرْ لَهُمْ مَا قَدْ سَلَفْ Then their sins of the past are forgiven. So if a Jew or Christian or Hindu or any person wishes to embrace Islam, they embrace Islam directly. They don't have to go via any other religion. There's no such thing in Islam. Now, question linked to the one that we posed to, to Mufti earlier. It says, Mufti, um, uh, sometimes during uh, the day when I fast, I get in a tight chest or like an asthma attack. Am I then allowed to use the pump and then pay in the day, Mufti? If a person during the fasting hours gets an attack and thereafter you use the medication, so obviously the fast will break and thereafter in future you keep one qaza and that will suffice inshallah. Now Mufti, my husband, he fasts, he goes to Tarawih every day, but still he doesn't nafaka me and his children. And so many times I've told him, what is the use you're doing all this good, but you're not doing what you're supposed to do to your family? Some advice, Mufti? Obviously, what your husband is doing is haram and not permissible. He is only worried about hukukullah, the rights of Allah. He's fasting, he's reading and performing his tarawih, but he's neglecting your rights. He's neglecting the rights of the children. So obviously, all that is not permissible. Quran Kareem has made it compulsory upon him. Wa'ashiruhunna bil ma'roof. Surah 4, verse 19, that he must treat the wife with uh, equity and love and justice. And wa'alal mawludi lahu rizquhunna wa kiswatuhunna bil ma'roof. Upon the father, it is compulsory that he has to provide and supply the risk and sustenance and the nafaka and the clothing according to the norms. So it shows that this brother here is shirking his responsibilities. You need to get one of the ulama or somebody to speak to him, or you can even take him to court if he does not want to listen. Shukran indeed. Uh, the Q&A on the voice of the Cape, the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Next question, it says, uh, Salam Mufti, um, can I p- uh, near to perform um, wudu according to Imam Abba Hanifa when I go out shopping just in case anybody might break my wudu, Mufti? That will not be permissible because it is not considered as a real need and necessity. 
Yes, if you are going for Umrah or you are going for Hajj, and then we know during Tawaf time or Safa Marwa, Sa'i, between them Safa and Marwa, then many times the men will touch the woman or the woman will touch the men even unintentionally. So there there is a real need. So therefore, Shafi lady, that if she made the intention of the Hanafi, the Wudu and so forth, so that will be permissible. But just going ordinary shopping or going to the hospital and saying that no, that if a man touches me unintentionally or intentionally, then I'm following the Hanafi school. We will not consider that as a necessity. So therefore, that will not be permissible and your wudu will break because the Shafi say, once the strange person touches you, then the wudu breaks once it's skin to skin. Now, Mufti, my unmarried sister got pregnant. She doesn't want to get involved with the father of the child. Does the father of the child have any rights over that particular child? When Allah forbid, you should realize that you have committed a major, major sin. Surah 24, verse 2, Surah Nur, verse 2. That both of them must get hundred lectures in public, but obviously that's in a Muslim country where the Sharia is applied. In our countries, obviously, these punishments will not apply. But you must repent and make sincere tawbah because this is a heinous and a serious crime. And now you are pregnant, so don't even think of abortion. So you give birth and the lineage of the baby will come to you, to your name, your surname. And the father, as you call him the father, he has nothing to do really with a child. Meaning Islam did not say the lineage must go to him or he must maintain the child. Because once you start doing this, then it means Islam is giving approval to it directly or indirectly. Islam wants to promote and advocate a society that is pure and chaste and not a society where these haram activities are glorified. Now, Mufti, I just want to know, if I'm the only breadwinner in the house and my husband is in jail, must I pay fitra for him and my family? You don't have to pay for your husband because he's in jail or he's overseas or where have you. That you just pay for, <coughs> for yourself and that's fine. And, you know, the children, if they are minors, then the responsibility is upon the father to pay. But if the father is in jail or unemployed, then if you want to pay it for the minor children, it will be a good act of generosity on your behalf. So we will recommend that you do so, although it's not compulsory upon you. She can indeed release your Ramadan Q&A on The Voice of the Cape. Unfortunately, we're not taking any calls or any SMSs uh, as this particular pre- uh, program is uh, pre-recorded, but of course it deals with current issues and of course your Ramadan questions as well. Um, next question, Mufti. Uh, the SMS reads, it says, um, My husband and I were intimate in the early hours of the morning and we were still in a state. We didn't take a hustle and uh, eventually when we woke up, it was way past Fajr already. Uh, we continued fasting and performed a hustle. Was that right or do we need to pay in the day? We'll get a comment from Mufti after this. Welcome back here to the Airways of uh, The Voice of the Cape. We continue now with our Ramadan Q&A on uh, The Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. The question we posed uh, to Mufti just before the break, it says, Mufti, my husband and I were intimate in the early hours of the morning. Morning. We didn't perform hustle. We, we went on sleeping and when we woke up, it was way past Fajr. Uh, we continued fasting on the day and washed ourselves. Uh, do we have to pay in the day or was the fast still correct, Mufti? Okay, yeah, there are three separate issues. Issue number one is during the night, 
husband, wife, after Maghrib, after Isha, after Taraweeh, after midnight and so forth. You want to do some gymnastics and conjugal rights and relationships, so all that is fine and permissible. Secondly is this, that when you take your ghusl, preferably it should be done before the suhur time and sahari time ends. But if, <coughs> but if you take the ghusl after the fasting time has started, so still your fast will be valid and there's no problem with that. However, what you all did is wrong. What is wrong? That you'll woke up 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, beating well after sunrise. So it means that you missed your Fajr Salat. So Fajr Salat is compulsory upon both of you. So your fast is valid. So what you need to do is make the ghusl as soon as possible, even after the fasting time has started, so that you ensure that you are reading the Fajr Salat on time and not after sunrise. So to make it qaza like this, that is not permissible, it is sinful. So you have made qaza of it, of your Salat, but <coughs> and, and your fast will be considered as valid. But in future, remember that you take your ghusl before sunrise time and perform your Fajr Salat on time. Inshallah. Shukran for that, Mufti. And our next question, it says, Mufti, I've got a doctor's appointment. They want to take blood. Is this permissible because the appointment will, is during the month of Ramadan? If they are going to take blood and so forth, so this will not nullify or break your fast. So that, that will be acceptable and permissible. And you can still go ahead with that appointment. There will be no problem with it. And then, of course, our next question, family-related, Mufti, it says, Is it permissible for a wife to leave her house and family because her sons are committing haram? She told her husband to sort things out, and then she will return. In a case like this, it is the parents' duty to ensure that the children are on the right path. Therefore, all Allah informs us in the Noble Qur'an, Ya yuwalladzina amanu, ku anfusakum wa ahalikum nara. Oh, you who believe, save yourself and save your children from the family, from the fire. And Mustafa, alayhi salatu salam, said the hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun an that each one of you is a shepherd and each one of you will be questioned regarding your flock. So yeah, the, <coughs> so yeah, the response to the question will be this, that if the father is not interested or oh, he's shirking his responsibility, and the mother is telling the children, but the children are not behaving, they're not listening, they are still busy with their drugs, or their tuck, or they're still busy with boyfriend, girlfriend, committing zina, fornication in the house, or wherever, so then the wife has the right to walk away, and tell the husband he must sort everything out, and when she comes back, she has a list of conditions, because now that she knows if she stays in that environment, that this will happen have a negative impact on her as well. She can indeed the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on our Ramadan Q&A on the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. Now, Mufti, what is the correct sunnah practice to get the full reward of Salatul Ishraq? When a person performs the Fajr Salat, then the best is to remain in the masjid and thereafter you wait for sunrise and 12-15 minutes or so after sunrise you perform two rakat salat. So for example, after Fajr the person makes the loud of Quran or Zikr or Dua and so forth. 
Then after sunrise, 12.50 minutes, and the hadith in Tirmidhi, for that person, the hajjatun wa umratun tamma, 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 that you get and obtain the reward of an accepted and complete hajj and umrah. So there is great, great reward for people to do that. You, my mother and sister, because most probably you will be reading your Fajr Salat at home, so that on your musalla, when you are in your room, you just go you with tilawat of Quran, some zikr and so forth, and 12, 15 minutes after sunrise, then you read the two rakat salat and you also obtain the maximum reward. She can indeed. Mufti, a next question. A lady says, Alhamdulillah, my baby is three months old. I have recovered well after giving birth. However, I feel fine. I feel fit and I will hopefully be breastfeeding my baby. Will breastfeeding my baby um, jeopardize or uh, make my fast invalid? Whilst you are breastfeeding your baby, remember your fast is valid and there's no problem with that. But normally what happens is this, the lady cannot produce sufficient milk if she does not eat. So therefore the ulama and the jurors have written that if the woman cannot produce sufficient milk for the baby, then she will be given concession not to fast and afterwards she keeps the qada. But you, sister, the way it seems, you will manage, inshallah, with your supply. Well, so you continue breastfeeding and you continue fasting also, alhamdulillah. Now, Mufti, what would be considered a better act of ibadah for a woman to perform a tarawih or to complete a khatam al-Quran? Definitely to perform the taraweeh salat because that also is an insisted sunnah and you should read it 20 rakats and thereafter you got the whole day, you got the whole night to read the Quran Kareem. So it does not mean that we are saying that we are reading Quran and then we are neglecting the taraweeh salat. Remember that we have to read fast during the day and read the taraweeh salat after Isha. So that is the beauty of Ramadan. Uh, next question, Mufti. What can one do with interest received? Must you donate it uh, or you can you pay a debt with it? Or even can you donate it to your parents? Remember that regarding interest, it is in your possession but not in your ownership. So you get rid of it. So how do you get rid of it? Three, four ways I'll show you. Number one is this, that you give it to any poor person, Muslim or not Muslim. So that's one thing. Second thing is, you know, the government are taxing us now left, right, etc. So you keep on paying your income tax and provisional tax and all these taxes which the government imposes upon us with the interest money. Third one is this, that if you have certain interest to pay, let's say, for example, that you overwent an account or something, or a person is charging you interest for some reason, so you pay interest with interest, so that will be fine. However, you cannot be paying your personal debts. You know, you bought clothes or shoes or food or whatever you, and now you want to use interest money for that, that will not be permissible. Likewise, for petrol and diesel, you cannot use the interest money. Likewise, you cannot give your parents or your brothers or sisters, all of them, interest money as a gift, unless they are very, very poor, and you know, that is a different issue. But in normal circumstances, you are not allowed to do that. Shukran indeed, the voice there of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein here on the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. Uh, what we're going to do is quickly pay the bills. When we come back, we'll be in the last segment of our program, Q&A. 
Welcome back to the airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape. We continue now uh, with our Ramadan Q&A. And of course, uh, if by any chance you have SMS, uh, as I mentioned earlier on, this is a pre-recorded program. So uh, we please, we beg you not to uh, call or SMS as uh, after Ramadan, inshallah, we will continue with our live, live Q&A. On to our next question uh, in this uh, final segment. Mufti says, um, Assalamu alaikum. I would like to know that when one is on a journey of Islamic change or improvement of the self, um, is it permissible to take medic or rather let's leave that one? Is it permissible to take medication to keep your head away in order to fast for the full month of Ramadan Mufti? Yes, it is permissible for a female to take medication so that she is just delaying and postponing her medicines. However, my advice to you, dear sister, will be you need to consult with your doctor or physician because sometimes that it has a very adverse effect upon the lady. So then, so then we will say it is better you let nature take its course. But otherwise, it is permissible that you just postpone the medicines and keep all the 29 or 30 fast. She can indeed. On to our next question, Mufti. Is there any dua or surah? I can read to increase love between husband and wife. And secondly, as well as to decrease the quick anger of a husband. A husband is Scott Hasman Mufti. Okay, here we have three issues. Husband-wife relationship. How can you enhance it? Number one, we will say, read Surah Furqan, chapter number 25, verse 74. Both of you should do that, husband and wife. Rabbana hablana bin azwajida wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yud. O Allah, grant us such spouses and such children that are the coolness of the eyes. Number two, remember that you should read Ya Wadudu Ya Wadud. All Maitya Allah commands us walillahi al-asma'ul husna fad'uhu biha. All Maitya Allah Azza wa Jalla has wonderful, beautiful names. So invoke and call all Allah by those names. And one of the names is Wadud. The love comes from all Allah. So ya Wadudu. Third, your husband has got a short fuse and therefore he wants to confuse you, sister. <laughs> so what you should do, that when he's in a good mood and you are alone, not in front of the children, teach him. Teach him what the Quran Karim states. Ka wal al the quality of the true muttaqeen, pious people in Islam is this, that they subdue their anger and they forgive the people and then they do good for them as well. And for example, giving a present, a gift and so forth. And you must explain to your husband when his temper goes, he must read, rajeem. He must go and make wudu if he does not have wudu. He must change his posture and position. If he's standing, he must sit down. If he's sitting down, he must go and recline and relax. So all, all these are methods and methods how we can, inshallah, then do some major, anger management that he does not cause more harm to himself or his wife or family. Indeed. Now, Mufti, is one allowed to continue with the Khatam al-Quran whilst having one's head? Obviously, referring to the women. Obviously, when a lady is in her menses, then she cannot be reading any part of the Quran Karim. There's hadith in Tirmidhi, Mustafa alayhi salatu salam said, La taqra'ul ha'idu wa al-junubu shay'am min al-Quran. A lady in menses or a person, male or female, who is in junub, 
after husband-wife relationship should not be reading any portion of Quran. But if that lady is in menses and now she is reading Bismillah rahman rahim or Ayatul Kursi and as a dua to protect herself before sleeping, for example, so now when she makes intention of tilawat of Quran, is not permissible. But if she makes intention of dua and supplication, then it will be acceptable. Shikana Mufti, do you make a Tahiyatul Masjid in, at a mall that doesn't have a mosque? It's got a Salahana, for example, like Canal Walk. Do you still make Tahiyatul Masjid? Mustafa alayhi salatu salam said, إِذَا دَخَلَ أَحَدُكُمُ الْمَسْجِدِ فَلَا يَجْلِسْ حَتَّى يُسْوَلِّيَا رَكَتَيْنِ So it shows it must be a proper masjid in the various malls. I know I saw some of them there in Cape Town. So that in Islam you call a muswalla. And that is not a masjid, so therefore you won't be able to read the two rakat tahiyatul masjid there. Similarly, seeing that we are in Ramadan, and the last ten days there's a law, there's an ibadat called itikaf. So in places like that, the muswalla and so forth, there's another proper masjid. So even itikaf there will not be permissible because the Quran Karim states, "Wa'atum aqifuna fil masajid." The place of itikaf is a masjid. Shukran indeed. That then concludes our Q&A today, uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Uh, just uh, maybe in the two minutes that we have left, uh, some beautiful nasiha before we let Mufti go. Alhamdulillah, we are on the verge of entering the last 10, 12 days of Ramadan. And remember, in this last 10 nights, we should search and look for Laylatul Qadr. And we all know Mustafa Salam said, Il tabisuha fil ashril awakhir. Search and look for the Laylatul Qadr, the night of power and majesty in the odd nights. So the 21st night, 23rd night, 24th, 27th, 29th. Then what should be we reading? Mustafa Salam informed Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'afu anni. Oh, beloved Allah, indeed you are of forgiving, very forgiving. You love to forgive. Fa'afu anni, forgive me. Fa'afu anna, forgive us. And the last thing, those brothers who want to sit for etikaf, remember on the 20th sob, the 20th day, before the sunset, then make sure you're already in the masjid, and then you enter, and you make your intention, and for the last 10 days of sunnah etikaf, and there's great reward for that, any person who sits for the two, for the whole 10 days of etikaf, or 9 days in the month is 29, then for him, there are two hajj and two umrah thawab, the hadith is mentioned in Kazul Umar. So may Almighty Allah Jalla accept our fasting, our tilawat of Quran, our tarawih, and whatever good deed we are doing. And we should beg Almighty Allah and say, Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka tasabir alim. Jazakallah khairan, brother Muhammad Zaid. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, and that was of course Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain with our Ramadan Q&A.